Hey, everybody, and welcome to yet another amazing episode of Sex in the City. I'm Ashley, and welcome. I guess that's all I have for now. So, guys, today we're going to be talking about the top 10 questions that you should ask your real estate agent before you consider working with him or her to purchase your first home. Um, before we get into that, because I, of course I have a really fun backstory on that. You guys know I live in Houston now. I'm a Texan. Okay, I'm not. It, it, it's a lot. I'm not going to lie. Texas is a foreign country. There's a lot going on. I don't know why I feel about it, but, you know, such is life. I'm here, and it's pretty great. I feel like I'm like living my Martha Stewart fantasy. We live in this house. It's like three floors. I've never lived in a house in my life with like stairs. There's a garage moment. I worked on the gallery wall this past weekend. Y'all, it looks amazing. If I do say so myself, it's actually pretty fabulous. I'm looking at it right now. And on Wednesday, my partner and I are going to be outside flowering things. Like I'm planting flowers. You all, this is like not, it's not my life. This when I was in D.C., my life was very urban, and this feels not as urban, but it's still really cool. It's a great experience nonetheless. It's super exciting to be here. So, you know, just whack my whistle and call me crazy because I'm here in Texas, y'all. Super fun. So, y'all, okay, back to, back to, oh, sorry, y'all, there's one other thing I need to share. If you are in Tejas, if you're in Houston on the 28th of March, I am going to be having a really fun booth. So I have been, I'm doing an expo with the Texas Women's Forum, small business forum here in Texas. It's going to be off Sherling Road. If you're here, come by and say hello to Stacks in the City. We will be having merch. We will be having conversation. And I'm going to be launching a really fun program for those who live in the Houston area. So stay tuned. And I hope to see you guys on the 28th. Okay. Back at it. So I really want to take some time to talk about the top 10 things that you should ask your real estate agent before you work with them. Now, when I first bought my home, I was 24 years old. I bought a small condo in DC in DuPont Circle. So for those of y'all who know, y'all know. It was super tiny, and it, but it wasn't super expensive. And the one thing that I wish, I loved my real estate agent that I worked with. I thought she was amazing. But she never told me about first-time homeowner programs. And I and she was actually, she was more so a Virginia girl than a DC girl. And I if I wish I would have known that, I would have probably focused on someone who was more intent on DC, who focuses more on um, first-time home buyers, young people, the whole nine. I didn't know that at the time. And as a result, I spent a lot more money than I think I could have. I had friends who eventually bought houses later. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. I eventually had uh, someone who bought homes later and they didn't put as much money down and they got a, more, a bigger house or, you know, such is life. Obviously, I'm not in the business to compare, but I know if I would have worked with someone, I probably would have heard about these programs for first time home buyers much, much sooner than after the fact, after I was a first time home buyer. So I really want to share these tips that you all need to ask so that you can work with a real estate agent that works best for you. Now, it is true. There are some raggedy real estate agents out there and trust and believe I've worked with a couple of raggedy ones. I've also worked with some fantastic ones. And I want to make sure that when you're out there sleuthing around, you find the person that is just for you. You have to think about it, guys. Your real estate agent is working for you. They're here to make sure that you 
have a house that you love, a transaction runs seamlessly, and that they're connecting you to the right people to ensure that the home you're buying is the right home for you. If you feel like your real estate agent isn't for you or they don't have your best interest, there are a thousand and million, hundred thousand more that are going to be for you. So please keep that in mind, you all. Don't be committed to one person. Now, particularly for the first time home buyers that are new, uh, whereas you're the first person in your friend group or organization or whatever, family that's buying a house, you may not have the word of mouth. Um, and a lot of real estate agents rely on word of mouth for um for clients. And if you don't know anyone who bought a house, then it's going to be difficult for you to do the same. So please, y'all pay attention to this because I learned the hard way. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. Whoa. I learned the hard way about real estate agents. And I want to make sure that you guys don't do the same. Okay. So with that said in mind, let's talk about our top 10. First, when you are interviewing, that's what you're doing. You're interviewing a real estate agent because they're working for you. The first thing you want to ask is how many years of experience do you have? You don't necessarily want to work with someone who just got their real estate license. Now, it's possible if they work with a reputable brokerage firm or maybe they're working with someone together, that's fine. But the more experience a person has, the more they've seen the market turn, they've seen houses come and go, they've worked with different types of clients. You do want someone who has some type of experience. Now, that is definitely not a make or break for you at all. They might be able to help you out a little bit. They might be able to know the right people. That I wouldn't say that's a make or break, but it's good to know how much experience they have before you work with them. The second question you want to ask is what types of clients do you mostly work with? Who is their target audience? Some people, for those of you who watch Selling Sunset, which is my jizam, might be more skewed toward the luxury upper clients. Maybe they work with million dollar clients mostly that may or may not be where you are. Maybe they work with young couples in their 20s, early 30s. Maybe they work with single people. Maybe they work mostly with single moms. Maybe they work mostly with recently divorced people, elderly people. Every person has a specific niche that they work well with. You want to know who their client mostly is, what their income level is, what their jobs are, their job titles. If they say they work with everybody, roll the eyes, y'all. Everybody can't work with everybody. There's eight billsy people in the world. You really will be able to work with everybody? Absolutely not. And that's okay. You want to make sure that you are the type of client that will work well, that you work well together with too. So make sure you know the types of clients that could be income level, that could be the marital status that could be, you know, I work mostly with people who have fixer upper type homes or mostly new construction homes, but you want to get an idea of who their client is and make sure that aligns with you and your goals. Number three, what is the median income of your clients? Now, this is going to be a pretty broad number. It's a pretty broad spectrum uh, when it comes to the median income. Like I said, if you work with someone if an real estate agent works with someone whose income is in the 100,000, six figures, then obviously they're going to be working with a larger budget on a house than someone whose median income is like $30,000. That can, again, align with, will this agent have my best interest and be able to most work with me and my needs? Generally speaking, I find that agents, um, their median e incomes are pretty um, wide spanning. Span spanning? Yeah. They span pretty wide. So... I wouldn't worry too much about this one. It's not a make or break either, but it's really just to garner interest and gain some um, perspective on 
the type of person that the real estate agent works with mostly, okay? Numero four, do you know of any down payment assistance programs in my area? You all, this is huge, huge, because this could be a difference between you paying 20%, 10%, or 5%, or none. Like that's kind of rare, but it does happen. You wanna make sure that your real estate agent knows or has a person that they can connect you with to tell you about down payment assistance programs. NACA is a na nationwide one that people talk about. They're gonna, you gotta sell your soul in order to get it, but you are able to get some money from this organization to promote um, first time home buyers in the area. You also want to make sure that they are aware of, of any down payment assistance programs in the area or in the country, what have you, or maybe their mortgage lender that they work with might know too. But that's really important, y'all. Again, I didn't know about any down payment, nothing, any first time home buyer programs, nothing. I didn't know because I didn't ask. I didn't know to ask. So they should have something. You guys got to think about it. Slight tangent. You guys got to think about this, you all. I, a lot of you are like, well, why would someone help me like pay money down on a house? You all, homeownership is beneficial for this country as a whole because it shows investment on the buyer. It means that whomever is there is going to be staying for a long time. They plan to stay. Generally, home buyers have a lot more care in the home that they have. And there's a lot of tax incentives too. Part of what you're paying when you pay for your home is property tax. What that property tax goes to is schools. It goes to roads it goes to neighborhood amenities. So if you're paying property taxes on the home that you live in, you're probably gonna be literally more invested in the house. So cities, municipalities want to incentivize people to do that. That's why in places like Detroit, you see homes going for like $5, $10, because ideally they want someone to come, stay there, invest in it, make it look nice, and continue to have other commercial businesses come. Homeownership is a really, really, really great advantageous entity for both the buyer and for the city as a whole. It promotes growth. It promotes jobs. Y'all, you know, the whole nine. It's all fun stuff, okay? So please, guys, make sure you ask. Oh, tangent over. Make sure you guys ask about any down payment assistance programs. That way you'll get a realistic idea of how much you could expect to be paying percentage-wise when it's time for you to buy your home. Okay, number five. What area or zip code or neighborhood do you mostly work in? Very, very important. You want your agent to be well-versed in the city that you live in. You want them to know what houses are hot, what neighborhoods are hot, what neighborhoods are coming up, what neighborhood might be good for the type of lifestyle you want. If you're a 20-something who wants to live fabulously, be close to shops and bars and walking and all that, they need to know the neighborhoods that are good for that. If you are in your 40s and you want to be out, have shops and bars, keep it moving, you know, they got to have a neighborhood for you too. Every neighborhood, especially in those larger cities, have a certain personality. And you want to make sure that you align to that. And you want to make sure that your agent is aware of the types of neighborhoods that will best align with your personality. So make sure that you ask about the zip code and area because they should be familiar with uh, certain types of um, the neighborhoods that they're in. Number six, what property have you recently sold and for how much? This is important too. You want to know the type of house they have. You want to know how much it was. That gives you an idea of how much, what they're kind of working with real estate wise, money wise. And you want to get an idea how long it took them to sell. 
um, to, sorry, to, to help you purchase a home. This isn't dire, but it does give you an idea of how that person works, how that person operates. Um, that's very important for you just to get an idea of what they do and what their process looks like. Number seven, do you have any clients that you've worked with in the past six months that I can connect with? This is a referral system. They should easily have people that they work with that they want to connect you with to help you guide um, through the home ownership process. Like, oh, actually, you know, this great couple, Charles and I don't know, Casey, they were great. I'll be more than happy to connect you with. That way they can, you can talk to them about their process, how things work, if things worked well for them, you know, the whole, the whole shebang the whole shebang. So you want to make sure that they could connect you with other clients that they worked with in the past. I've had real estate agents do that and it was great. And they can also tell you what it was like working with that real estate agent personality wise too. Number seven, what resources do you offer first time home buyers? So some real estate agents cater to first time home buyers. So they know about programs. Maybe they have a seminar for first time home buyers. Maybe they have a person that partners, they partner with that comes in to help them with home ownership. Maybe they know a mortgage lender. There's a lot of opportunities and, and possibilities. But if you are a first time home buyer, you want to know what do you got for me as a first time home buyer? What opportunities, what resources, what pamphlets, you know, a leaflet. Maybe we're doing something on social media that shows you that you know about what the needs of a first time home buyer are. Make sure you ask. Number nine, how long does it take for clients to buy their first home? How long, y'all? They need to know. If the average is six months, okay, that's fine. If the average is three months, that's fine. Make sure you ask why. Some of these clients are raggedy. I said it, and they are confused and don't know if they want a house or not, so that can factor. But it gives you an idea of what their process looks like uh, and how those things operate. So you want to make sure that you ask, you know, how long does it take? What does that process look like? You know, you want the shebang. You want the shebang. Now, before I go to number 10, the last one, there's a quick bonus that I want to ask uh, to, to let you guys know about. And that is, what's your payment look like? Okay, people do not feel comfortable talking about money. Fine. But you need to realize that this is a business and they work for you, okay? They're showing you houses. They're negotiating. They're shucking and jiving for you. And not just for you, but for this checky check. Every time a real estate agent sells a home, they earn something called commission. Commission is generally a percentage of the price of the home. So let's say that their commission is 10%, which is high. That's very high. Then that means if your home costs $100,000, that means they get $10,000 out the cuff. They, you never physically pay them. It comes out before you even purchase the home before the home even belongs to you. So during signing day, we'll talk about that, but during signing day, you sign papers or whatever. Part of what you're signing is the commission for the agent, which usually, at least in the DC area, is around 6%. I believe standard is six, um, but it's around there. Sometimes you can negotiate a lower price. If you work with this agent over and over again, or if you give them a lot of referrals, they are open to negotiating something lower. Um, my agent that I had recently, she actually lowered her commission to sell a house. Um, yeah, generally speaking, the six mark is pretty standard, but you want to ask how, how are you getting paid? How much do you expect to get paid from me? Because you're paying them period. So if you're paying them, you want to make sure that, you know, they get their money right. And you want to make sure you understand how they're getting compensated for the work that they're doing for you too. So real estate agents can make a lot of money if they 
are selling pretty consistently. So think about that, guys. If you're making like 6% off of $100,000, that's like 6000 and so forth. You know, it gets it adds up quick, y'all. It adds up mighty fast. So definitely make sure that you're asking that. Okay. The last one is, why, why on God's green earth should I work with you? Why? Why should I work with you? Now, this is the reason why you want to ask this question. As I said before, real estate agents have a lot of clients if they're really good at their jobs and they're busy bees, and you want to make sure that you align most with them. You want to make sure that you understand what their process is like. You want to make sure that you understand that they have your best interests at heart. You want to make sure that you get an idea of who they are as a person as well to make sure they align. You all, this is a personality-based business. It is a lot of personality, and you want to make sure they're actually doing their job as well. So asking them, why should I work with you? What are the benefits? What makes you different than everybody else? There's thousands of agents out here, y'all. It's not that hard to get the license. You take a little test, keep it moving. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So you want to ask, what, why should I work with you out of all the agents there? Because that will help you in the long run. Okay, guys, my throat is parched. I haven't had my water for the day, but these are the 10 things that you want to ask when you are interviewing a real estate agent. Please, guys, make sure that you interview them and ask questions and be inquisitive, and they should be more than happy to give you the resources needed to ensure that you have the home that is perfect for you. Okay, guys, that's all I have for this week. Again, if you all are in the area in Houston on the 28th, please make sure you go to the Houston Small Business Women's Forum in Sterling. I think I'm saying that right. Sterling? Y'all, I know. I'll get it right. In Texas here, I will be there. I can't wait. I will have that information and details in the show notes for you, okay? We'll chitty chat soon. Bye, y'all. Keep it 100.